All right, guys, so all year long we're looking at uh, true worship and the cultivating the habits of body and mind which, which anchor us in, in the worship of God and not in any, any other, you know, false thing such as uh, work. A uh, good thing in its place, but when it's disordered and it becomes the, uh, the first thing, like everything else, uh, it will uh, kill you. Uh, man, one of the most disturbing movies I, I've ever watched was uh, 1995, Leaving Las Vegas. Nicolas Cage won an Academy Award uh, for that movie. Uh, I don't recommend it unless you want to ruin your weekend. Uh, it's a story about a man who wants to commit suicide by drinking, and his plan is to go to uh, uh, Las Vegas and drink himself to death, and that's exactly what he does. Uh, uh, the, uh, the movie ends with Nicholas, with, with, uh, with Cage drinking the, you know, just, just drinking whatever he's drinking and dying. The end. John O'Brien, the guy who wrote the, uh, the semi-autobiographical novel that the uh, movie was based on, uh, killed himself uh, just before the movie was made, drinking himself to death. Uh, we got a major problem uh, in, 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 in our country. As, as we've talked about, when, when a culture doesn't give a reason for being, when, when there's not a transcendent purpose that, uh, that's lifted up, uh, human, human beings cannot abide that kind of existence. And so we will grab hold of anything we can grab hold of to make it our organizing reality. And that becomes our idol. It doesn't need to be something like alcohol or, or uh, crystal meth uh, or pornography. It can be work. It could be anything. And if it's not the God of creation, it will uh, destroy us. So we've got this really interesting passage to look at this, uh, this evening from Gal- in Galatians 5. Skipped over it last week. Uh, 13 and 14. <clears throat> Galatians 5, 13 and 14. For you are called to freedom, brothers. Say amen. amen. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love... Serve one another, for the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you're not consumed by one another. Now that should now that should stop you in your tracks. This this faithful Pharisee, this 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 God fear, this this lover of Jesus. Verse 14, for the whole law is fulfilled in one word. Now you expect a, a Jew who his whole life long has prayed the Shema every morning. The Shema is, hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. That's precisely the, what, what Jesus quoted when, when the guy asked him, uh, you know, what is the greatest commandment? You shall love the Lord your God with heart, mind, soul, and strength. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. So as you're reading along, uh, following the Apostle Paul, and he says the whole law is fulfilled in one word. Everything inside you says, he's going to say, you shall love the Lord your God. 
But that's not what he says. He says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Now, that should get your attention. And you ought to ask, what is up with that? What is up with that? I shared with you last week that it's not magic. It's not about magic. If, 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 if I want a hole and I pray for a hole, the Lord's going to direct somebody to give me a shovel, and then he's going to tell me to dig. It's not about magic. It's cult- about cultivating habits of mind and body that, that the Lord will, uh, will then use to transform everything about ourselves and everything uh, about uh, the world. Uh, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The apostle knows is the manifestation of the Shema. You shall love the Lord your God with heart, mind, soul, and strength. How is that manifested? When we love one another. Now, that's according to design. That's that's how the Lord made us. I love Johnny's talking about linemen and running a crew. Uh, Edso, Edso. Are the are are the are are the kind of the key hormones that uh, uh, that give us the feel good in our bodies? Here's how it works. Uh, how, here's how it works. Endorphins, endorphins are the exercise hormones, right? They're the hormones when your body is working too hard and you're hurting yourself. The heart, the in, in, in endorphins kick in, kick kick in, so you feel good about working really really hard. That's endorphins. Okay, dopamine. Is the uh, is is the is the get after it hormone? It's 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 the motivation hormone. It's it's the hormone that gets you moving, right? It's 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 not the hormone of the award. It's 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 the hormone of getting after it. It's the get after it hormone. Uh, serotonin is the attaboy hormone. Serotonin is what curses through your body when you do a good job and your peers uh, uh, see you doing a good job and, and are proud of you. And you feel that pride as, as you're performing before your coworkers. And they say, boy, that's serotonin that's cursing through your, uh, your bloodstream. And then oxytocin is the hormone of deep trust of deep trust. It's the love hormone. It's the hormone that's cursing through your body when you're holding your wife of 30 years. The romance has boiled away, and what you have is deep, deep trust. It's why men at war die for one another, because they love one another, and they trust one another deeply. Oxytocin. So as uh, Johnny's talking about working alignment, I love it, man. The harder the job, the better it felt. Amen? Right? Endorphins. Gotta work hard. Better you feel. Dopamine. How are we going to do that? I don't know, but let's get after it. Serotonin, how we doing? We're doing real good. 
oxytocin. We're a team, and we function, and we function well. That's, that's according to design. See? When we're living as a, as a team, when, uh, when we're experience, experiencing that quality of community in our marriages and in our families uh, and, and at work uh, and, 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 in the, and in the fellowship, don't need nothing else. Everything else becomes a distraction. Of course, the danger is when the team becomes your organizing reality, your wife and your family suffers because it's disordered. And that's really diabolical because everything's working, seems to be working according to design, except for the fact God isn't in his place. Does that make sense? So when we talk about addiction and, and, and an addictive culture, one of the things that are going on, I, I, I call it, we, we are dopamine nation. We, we are a culture that has, that in every marketing scheme, right, every commercial we, uh, uh, we ever see is, is, is firing our dopamine. Got to have it, got to have it, got to have it. I expect it. Anticipation, anticipation, right? Most addictive substances are, are manipulating uh, uh, either the dopamine or the dopamine mechanisms in, in our brain. We are a nation that has come to organize itself around dos- dop- dopamine and we're profoundly addicted in every aspect. Okay? Edso. Man, if we can learn to live in such a way that we're allowing God's design in our bodies to, to release uh, this, this, this juice into our systems, the endorphins, because we're working hard. The dopamine, because we're focused on a goal. The serotonin, because those around us are 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 you know proud of 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 you know, what we're doing together. And there's a deep deep trust. <whistles> now we're living. Now we're living. See, Paul understood that. Now he didn't understand the hormones. Right? Those hormones are, are all recent discoveries. But he understood the dynamic. For you are called to freedom, brothers, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. Through love serve one another. And what Paul is calling the church to is to organize our existence as we worship the king of creation so that our bodies begin to experience the flow that he created us for. Okay. So there's a Greek word. I don't usually quote Greek words or give, give Greek words. Greek, Greek words, but this is a cool one because the, uh, whoops, where is it? Right here. Because the, uh, because the Greek word in English is, 
means exactly opposite what the Greek word means. So here's the Greek word in English. I mean, here's the Greek word. Are you ready? All alone. I ain't making that up, man. All alone. Know what it means in Greek? One another. Isn't that cool? You can remember it. All alone means directly the opposite. It means one another. So not surprisingly, in, in the scriptures, there's a whole boatload, 59 one another's in the New Testament. Be at peace with one another, wash one another's feet, love one another, be devoted to one another, and brotherly love, honor one another above yourselves, live in harmony with one another, stop passing judgment on one another, accept one another, instruct one another, greet one another with a holy kiss. When you come together to eat, wait for one another, have equal concern for one another, um, uh, serve one another in love, um, carry each other's, carry one another's burdens, uh, bear with one another, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgive one another, speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ, in humility consider one another better that, than yourselves, do not lie to one another, bear with one another, forgive one another, teach one another, admonish one another, make your love increase and overflow for one another, uh, encourage one another, build one another up, encourage one another, spur one another on toward love and good works. Do not slander one another. Don't grumble against one another. Confess your sins to one another. Pray for one another. Offer hospitality to, offer hospitality to one another. Close, close yourselves with humility towards one another. Greet one another. Again, love one another, love one another, love one another, love one another, love one another. All alone. according to design so that we experience the reality of loving God when we experience the love of one another. And that's what happens in true worship when we allow Jesus to be the organizing reality of our lives. Right, there are three delusions, three central delusions. You know, first is is the, is the delusion of me, right? This is the I got this delusion, right? That's that's the delusion of isolating individualism. That's what that's the picture of of uh, Nicholas Cage drinking himself to death in Las Vegas. It's the delusion of me. I got this. I don't need one another. Right. I might try to fly with endorphins and dopamine, but I miss the serotonin and the oxytocin. And the oxytocin. I crash and burn. The second delusion is, is, delu- is the delusion of means, which is, uh, uh, you know, I can find the thing I need in order to serve me. You know, what, you know the, what, what, whatever, you know, substance it is, you know, something else. Can, can satisfy my desperate need for the fullness uh, of life, which God has already built into us in those hormones. I can try to manufacture that or create it in, in some artificial way. 
is to the delusion of means. And the third delusion, of course, is the delusion of control. I got this handled. I can do this. No, this will kill you because it is not good for man to be alone. So I shared this with you uh, three, or, three or four years ago when, when we were at Christian Life Assembly. Uh, very interesting thing in the Gospel of John. Uh, on the night of uh, Jesus' last night with his disciples, um, uh, we see in Matthew, Mark, and Luke the Last Supper, you know, the Lord's communion he institutes, you know, breaks the bread and lifts the cup. And, and if you read that account carefully in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John, you, uh, you see that the while all the, the, the accounts you know differ a little bit in the in the course in the language and the details, the flow of the account from uh, uh, Jesus predicting that Peter will betray deny him and Judas would betray him all those little details they're in concise order, and then comes. Jesus lifting the bread, lifting the cup. This is my body broken for you. This is my blood shed for you. As often as you eat of this, remember me. Gospel of John, different. It's got the same pattern, but right at the place where you expect to see Jesus break bread and lift the cup, in the Gospel of John, it deviates. And we hear Jesus saying, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, so you are to love one another. That's where Paul gets it. (laughs) Precisely where we expect to see Love God, heart, mind, soul, and strength. We see, love your neighbor as yourself. Because the Lord calls us to be all alone, right? One another. So, uh, so another thing that I, that I invite you to kick around in your small groups, great questions, you know, uh, who are you? Who am I? What was the second one, Johnny? Henry, you got it? How do I make Christ organizing reality in my life so it fits right in? Here's a third thing. What can you do? What kind of habit can you begin to practice in order to make one of these one another's a reality? in your life as, as regular and as structured as brushing your teeth. We're having lunch. See, that's a habit of mind or a habit of body that will keep Jesus central as the organizing reality in our lives. You can't do it alone. You cannot do it alone. We need one another.
So grab one of these. Be devoted to one another. Honor one another. Accept one another. Greet one another. Have equal concern for one another. Uh, Eat together. Wait for one another. Serve one another. Carry one another's burdens. Bear with one another. Speak to, another, speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Forgive one another. Teach one another. Admonish one another. Encourage one another. Confess your sins to one another. Pray for one another. 